Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of the MY Patriot. Today we have uh, Conspiracy Kyle from Conspiracy in the Force. That's the name of your show? Yep. So he's going to break down Star Wars and going to blow your people. He's going to blow your minds right now with this shit. So, um, but before we start, um, why don't you just give a little uh, plug your stuff and give, you know, give everybody a little bit of an idea of, of what your show is about and what you do? Sure, absolutely. Thank you so much for, for having me on. So yeah, my name is Conspiracy Kyle. My podcast is called Conspiracy in the Force. And what I do, I, I break down parallels between things going on in our world, whether it's conspiracy related, whether it's, you know, so, socioeconomic stuff, political stuff, <clears throat> conspiracies, etc. And, and how that, that has parallels into the Star Wars universe. Because, you know, I, I think for a lot of people, when you have something that's kind of like an analogy for what's going on, it really, I think it helps a lot of people understand and put things in context, what's going on. Like, I, I think, I think you'll appreciate, you know, anytime you bring up like how things going on right now is like Nazi Germany, yeah. like people just kind of turn, they, they turn it off. Right. They're like, no, no, that's just a conspiracy bullshit. But like, if I say what's going on now is, is com- a comparison to the empire. I think people are, are willing to think about it in that context. Oh so, yeah. Cause it's already like a sci-fi idea to begin with, you know, it's not real. <laughs> right yeah exactly it's, not real. It's, it's it's not predictive programming for all of us you know so so that's kind of that, that's kind of what i what i like to do and um you know no different than somebody that like a pastor that reads the bible and talks about how that relates to you know everyday life it's kind of no, similar you're for totally me, right just with, totally with right. star wars so. yeah for real though yeah that's so uh, we, get, we get into all kinds of topics you know like the, the biggest one that i i talk about the most is uh, it, it's a really wordy thing, and I'll, I, I need to like write a book because it sounds really smart when I say it. But intergalactic totalitarianism. So basically, like you know, <laughs> no, I like love Na- it. I love it. Na- like Nazis in space, right? Because that's <laughs> what the empire is. It's basically you know George Lucas modeled it after Nazi Germany. Even look at the color schemes and stuff like that, like the like the empire flag and all that kind of stuff. It's like a it's like a black and a red and a white coloring. I mean, look at all the Nazi flags. That's what you see. So um, he was basically hearkening back to that. So using that as a, as a parallel for what's going on right now, I mean, my God, the parallels are, are, are all over the place, man. Like yeah. this, yeah. even yeah. this, even this new like animated show that just came out, it's called the bad batch um, on, on the Disney network. It's, it's about how the empire is really starting to form in between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. And you see all these things they're starting to do. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, for, for one, like, I like Star Wars. Like, sometimes I like just turning off my mind and watching it. But, like, like they're, like, censoring politicians and, like, there's, like, useful idiots and stuff. I'm like, come on. I can't even, like, can't even get a break here. There's so much. There's so much happening. So I'm excited to kind of break that all down for us here. Yeah, yeah. No, you did an amazing job, I mean, from the stuff I heard. I mean, I'll even plug somebody else's show. I mean, if you like this stuff, go and listen to him on Tinfoil Hat on the San Tripoli show. He fucking blew my mind with that shit. I had asked this kid to come on earlier a while ago, and he's like, oh, I'll think about it. And then I heard him on Tinfoil Hat. I was like, I'm going to harass him until he finally says yes. And he's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I was like, fuck, yes. Because some of the shit you laid down, I was like, yo, this fucking shit really is on point. Yeah. Even like when you went into the tax shit, that blew my mind. You know? Yeah, like it's so crazy because a lot of people – 
you know, I think everybody that likes Star Wars likes the original movies, but the one thing I talk about a lot is the prequel movies that came out, you know, 20 some years ago before. And I think you had even said, you're like, oh, those were kind of shit and stuff like that, which. Oh, God. Yo, if they didn't have Jaja Binks, I probably would have liked it more. <laughs> I couldn't stand that fucker, dude. <laughs> so so it, it's, it's crazy. I went back and watched them recently and I'm like, holy crap. Like, like I, I agree that like the acting and stuff was pretty bad. They did all green screen stuff. There was no like real special effects. So some of that was kind of bullshit, but like the story that they're telling is like about how the emperor rose to power. It's really compelling. I mean, it's almost like if anybody's watched like that house of cards show with, you know, Kevin Spacey, who's a fucking piece of shit, but, um, same kind of thing, right? He goes, he, it's, it's very similar. They both like Palpatine goes from a Senator up to the chancellor, which is like the president, you know, Frank Underwood goes from a senator to vice president to president in the U S government. So it's a very similar thing. And they do so much shady shit along the way. I mean, people get murdered. They're, they're, you know, using blackmail and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. And it's just crazy how that was, you know, that star Wars. And I think that, that back in the day when that, you know, 20 years ago when that came out, I think the political stuff probably turned a lot of people off, but I think Lucas was right on point on, on the kind of person you need to be to make it in politics. Oh yeah. They're I mean, all uh, grimy, shady motherfuckers. Right. Right. And you know, no, no different than, you know, Palpatine was using his like dark side manipulation to manipulate people. Just think about people like Epstein and the Clintons and all these, they, they use blackmail and, you know, pedophilia and all this stuff to, to, to rope people into doing their, their tactics. So it's no, it's no different. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Totally right. And, and like, so in, we'll just talk about a little bit about some of these prequels, kind of how things escalate, because it, it starts out very small. And like, I think that's the one thing about like totalitarian governments or communism, what have you, is it starts out really small. So like when it gets to a certain point, you don't even really notice it anymore. Like, just look at all these people walking around wearing masks, like thinking it's normal. You know, two years ago, who would have thought wearing a mask was normal, but everybody's been so conditioned by things that have happened. Oh, yeah. So in in this prequel in the prequel movies at, at the very beginning there's like this dispute between these parties about like like uh taxation so you know there's like the big business on one end that's like well we don't want to be taxed anymore and the government's saying well we need to impose these tax restrictions etc because you know because it sounds like in star wars there's no federal reserve right so they can't just keep keep printing this shit so they really do need the tax dollars you know but um so, so what happens is there's this trade dispute between this faction called the Trade Federation versus the Galactic Republic, and this this Trade Federation um, says we're not going to deal with this. We're not paying any more in taxes. We're going to send a message to the government. We're gonna we're gonna blockade this planet from any import export goods. We're gonna um, we're gonna have ground offensives on this planet. We're trying to make a point that this government is really out of line. But the, but the fucked up part about it is you find out that, that Palpatine, who we all know becomes the emperor in the original Star Wars movies, he's this you know, mild-mannered senator that's playing both sides of the equation, right? So on the government side, he's this senator that's really trying to help the people of this planet. And on the other side, he's this dark, evil, uh, dark lord of the Sith who's controlling the other side. So, you know, just think about it, like with, with the elites in our world, you see this happening all, all the oh, time in yeah, history. playing both sides all the time. Playing yeah. both sides, like like the Bush family and all these families, you know, supporting and, and, and weaponizing Nazi Germany and stuff and, and the banks playing both sides. So, like, it's a really interesting concept. It kind of seemed weird for Star Wars when it happened, but, mm. I mean, it's, it's it, you know, it's so true to life. So Yeah, I mean, I even had somebody on, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that podcast. I think he, yeah. said, mm -hmm. it, he said it best. He said that bird isn't going to fly unless both wings are flapping, you know? 
Those right. motherfuckers right. got to be in sync with each other to go anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, dude, I'll give a huge shout out to Odd Man. I had him on Great a few show. weeks Great ago. Show. And, yeah, and he's one, one person I will specifically mention that has really helped me understand that kind of this two-party system is, is a joke. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's set up for us to fail. It doesn't matter if you like this guy or hate this guy. The more energy you put into it, it, it you're just, you know, you're wasting your own life force. If I can, you know. Yeah, and that's exactly what Wars I think part. they want. That's exactly what they want. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so he's been really helpful in, in kind of understanding that that's the system is set up to fail. Like we just need to kind of do our own own thing and, exactly. you know, help out the people around us and stuff like that. Exactly. So, so kind of how it escalates, you know, so Palpatine is the senator, conveniently the senator for this planet that is being like blockaded and stuff. So he's like, you know what? Um, the, our government is not really doing enough to stop what's going on here. Like he's like, you know, I think maybe, and I'm using very, very crazy sarcasm. He's like, you know, I think maybe we should, we should get a new leader, somebody stronger that's going to do something about this. Obviously, he's got himself in mind, you know, yeah, like yeah. all politicians do. So, and he's got all the dark side force on his side that he's been working with for, you know, 30, 40 years. So he knows how to manipulate people. He knows how to get, get things to happen in the way he wants them to. So sure enough, they have a vote and they say, well, oh, hey, uh, Palpatine, we voted you uh, chancellor just so, which is chancellor is basically the president in Star Wars uh, of the government. So, hey, you know, we know that you, you're a strong leader and you're going to help us with this conflict, right? So, and that's how it always starts, right? It starts out with like a holistic, like, I want to help the people, this and that, but it, 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 that's always just a ploy. Right? Yeah, like yeah, how, it's a, just a cover-up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 like all these politicians, like, you know, Joe they, Biden said he wanted to do all this stuff for BLM, and now he's, like, done nothing oh, for him, and they're Jack getting pissed shit. at him. Oh, Jack, shit, you haven't heard of BLM <laughs> out of his mouth at all. No, no, yeah. and, and even a lot, and you can even say that same thing for Trump. I won't let him off the hook. Stuff he probably said beforehand. The great thing, oh, you know, if, I'm, if I was president, you know, Hillary's going to jail. Never, never happened. happened. Never happened. Never happened. You know, like uh, <laughs> he he loved like WikiLeaks and stuff. And Julian Assange is still in jail. He didn't do anything about that. He didn't he didn't release any documents. He didn't you know none of that stuff. I mean, I'll even be totally honest with you. I mean, you know, everybody's like always you know Commander in Chief troll this and that. If he really was uh, as gangster as he was, he would have signed a shit ton of executive orders when he left office to make it a lot right. harder for Biden to do the dumb shit he wanted to do. It may exactly. not have stopped it, but it would have made a pain in the ass time for Biden. You know, it, yeah. It, Why didn't exactly. he do that? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, what does it? What does it matter at that point? Everybody, yeah. everybody hates his guts. <laughs> Fuck so. it! I just been signing <laughs> mad shit. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> so okay, so that like the first movie ends with that is that he's become chancellor to help the people and kind of stop this this war that's going on. Well, you know, you skip to the next movie in the prequel trilogy, and it's like ten years into the future, and that that trade federation it, that war never went away right like all the wars in our world right they don't go away it, the, the, that that keeps going on and on in perpetuity so it's now rolled into like this confederacy of independent systems that want to break off from the government so now you're talking about like civil war yeah, yeah. now you're not now you're not talking about just one planet like sh shit has escalated so far like like hey dude you did a great job of stopping the war on that one planet but guess what now 30, 40, 50, 100 planets want to secede from your, your union now. So, yeah, you really did a great job. Yeah, that's like the, that's like the states trying to succeed from the, the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, and it was kind of like that was intentional because I, I was reading up about this because I didn't really know about, like, you know, what are, what are the, the terms of the politicians and stuff in Star Wars? And, like, 
allegedly these chancellors had four-year terms, just like our presidents. Oh, okay, shit. so this dude keeps staying in office longer and longer because these wars are going on. Like, I think the same thing with Teddy Roosevelt, right? Like, in World War II, he was in office for like 12, 13, 14 years, like three or four different terms because, hey, there's a war going on. We need to keep continuity of leadership, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. during this, like, uh, okay. So you can see he's kind of, he's milking this situation. Yeah. I for think his that own would benefit. even happen with martial law too, tell you the truth. I yeah. think if that was, would have been invoked before the election, that might've kept Trump in longer too. Or something I, I like that, I, you know? Yeah. There's ways, yeah, I, there's I, ways I, I to agree. pull that off. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, which, you know, the whole martial law thing kind of bothered me a little bit because like, you know, Trump was, if they said Trump was just like anti-government trying to help out the people, like, so now you're imposing the military on people. Like, how is that? <laughs> how no, is I that, had, you know? I had friends that, you know, we can go back, uh, you know, six, seven, ten years ago. You know, <clears throat> you never picked a side. And if you would have heard martial law being mentioned, you would have freaked the fuck out and been like, fuck, no, this is insane. And now because people are Trump fans, all of a sudden martial law sounds like a good idea. Right. I'm like, yo, are you fucking, you realize what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's the same thing. It doesn't go away about- as easy as it's imposed. <laughs> no, same, same way. People were all about what Biden wanted to do. Then if, when the censorship and, and stuff starts hitting them online, then like, well, wait a mm-hmm. second. I thought it was only for the, against the other side. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. Yep. It doesn't work yep. that way. It, it'll come and get you regardless of you, you know, opposed it or, or, or for it or not. Um, so, so in the second movie, like I said, there was this kind of civil war brewing and now, now it gets to the point where, and I was reading some of like the novel for the second movie, which is called Attack of the Clones. Um, which, you know, in our world, it's like Attack of the Clowns because you look at all these idiots on social media talking and with their double mask and triple mask. So it's like Attack <laughs> yep. of the Clowns right now. <laughs> yeah, you're um, 100% correct. <laughs> and, and so what's happening is they want it. Something is in the, so in, in, I'll take one step back. Like the, the galactic body, which rules is the galactic Republic and it's ruled by the galactic Senate which is made up of like a few senators from each planet. Um, so they have this Senate body. And so somebody introduces legislation called the Military Creation Act, which is like, huh, that sounds, uh, that sounds interesting. So, to co- you know, and, and here's how they always say it, right? You know, to combat this growing threat, we need to create an army to, to, fight, against, to fight against this threat. And <clears throat> this, this confederacy, it has a complete, a completely um, automated army, like a complete droid, like robotic army. So, so sure enough, the Republic um, happens across this facility that creates clones and decides, Hey, you know what, to combat these, to combat these robots, let's create a bunch of clones. Okay. So now you're getting into that. That could take us down a whole bunch of other rabbit holes there. Like, Robots versus clones, like that's the future, yeah, probably right there. I remember one time I saw Elon Musk post something about like uh, being able to. Uh, there was like this chip. I think he could put on a pig, and he'd be able to like control the pig. And oh he and he said something about being able to use that against the evil AI in the future. And I was like, Yo, what kind of weird shit is it? It's like basically you're coming out and saying <laughs> you're making AI or some kind of weird shit to fight robot that we're gonna have to worry about in the future you know and yeah, he may not yeah. have been like making up some crazy talk he might have actually been saying something that could be 20 30 years down the road and we have no idea yeah he must have just came out of this movie like hey i got a great idea guys Let's try this. <laughs> we'll start it with pigs and then yeah. go, to, go to humans yeah. so so uh so what happens they they say okay well we've discovered that they're using this droid army 
we have to create, let's create this clone army and let's consign it into the government service. And another thing that's starting to happen is while they're not a government body, like, like the Jedi at this time, you know, the Jedi in this area is more than just, you know, Yoda and Obi-Wan. It's a whole like council, right? So like you think about like the hierarchy of like the Catholic church or something where there's all these popes and bishops and leaders. It's kind of like that, right? There's like these 10 to 12 Jedi masters that are on this council. Okay. So you know, I've so always they're, thought they're, of that though. Whenever I've seen Star Wars, I've always still looked at them as like, like the, the, the church, you know, the Vatican and the Catholic church. I yeah. mean, even as a kid, I always thought they kind of both looked the same, you know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, like the robes and like yeah. they follow these, these strict laws and yeah. stuff. And, and so you see what's happening is while that, so, and they're obviously aligned with the government, um, much like the Catholic church in our day, right? They're aligned with whatever NWO bullshit is going on. Mm-hmm. So the Jedi masters are now basically conscripted into military service as well. So the Jedi become generals in this army and they're leading these clones against the, the robot army of the opposing side. So, you know, a few things, a few things with that is that, you know, the Jedi, you know, from what you learn in the original trilogy, right? When Luke is training with Obi-Wan and what Luke is training with Yoda, you know, the Jedi are supposed to be like this um, very spiritual faction, right? They're supposed to use the force for knowledge and defense, not for attack. They're supposed to, you know, use meditation and, and things like that to see through the dark side manipulation. So what's happening is, you know, Palpatine has set up this this system where the Jedi are now um, warriors and generals, and they're they're leaving their post of their spirituality, right? So he's like, you know what, we need to get them confused in in fighting back and forth. I mean, you can already see the parallels there, right? Like, yeah. get them fighting back and forth so they don't see who the real enemy is. Yeah, misdirection. And that's, and, that, and that's what happens. And you know, some really interesting symbolism that I just noticed recently is. <clears throat> There's this huge Jedi temple on the on the main planet, and as this prequel trilogy goes on, you look at the skyline of this planet, and the clouds keep getting darker and more gray, and it's very subtle. And I never noticed it for like 20 years. But so it's wow. basically like if you think of like the concept of the fog of war, where like people that are in war are are like confused and they don't know where the enemy is, this and that. That's what was happening to the Jedi mentally and spiritually. Oh, that. They were they were being um, they were fighting this battle, but they were also losing touch of what was really going on um, because they should have known they should have known that there was this uh, some dark side behind the scenes of this war, but they didn't until it was too late. So, anyways, there's these huge battles. They come to the end, and, and sure enough, um, Anakin Skywalker, who becomes Darth Vader, he finds out that Palpatine is this dark lord who's manipulating, and he's like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn you in and all this stuff," but. Palpatine's like, well, you know, uh, well, one, one step back, he's manipulating Anakin Skywalker this whole time too, which is kind of a, a a sidetrack. Anakin's having these visions about people he loves in pain. And Palpatine says, listen, I know the dark side, only the dark side can save the people that you love. Okay. So he's like, he's like, your Jedi masters aren't going to teach you this shit. I'm the only one that can teach you this stuff. So you know, basically you don't want me to die. You don't want me to be arrested because then the people you love are going to die. So like you, so he's really laying the manipulation on thick. So at the end, the Jedi go to arrest him, but Anakin comes in and stops it because he's like, you know, I need this guy. This guy said he's going to help me. So sure enough, he aligns himself with the emperor. He goes and kills a bunch of the Jedi at the end. And meanwhile, these clones, yeah, that, that was created. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. Like really dark shit. 
at the end of the the third movie there where he's killing children and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would have that. to say that I was actually kind of, I wouldn't say impressed, but I really didn't like those three movies, but I did think it had a much darker feel to it, especially the third one. You know what I'm saying? The third one? Yeah, like like really dark stuff. Like So like the Emperor tells him to go and wipe out all the Jedi. And at the same time, these clones that they got for the purpose of the Republic, Palpatine had implemented, hmm, he implemented a microchip in their brains. Huh, that's really weird, right? So mm-hmm. at a certain point, he said, execute this order. Boom, they turned on the Jedi and killed all the Jedi. Okay, so you can see how it started out, we need this army to help out the Republic. And then they use the same army to turn on their own people and kill them. It's 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 so it, it's so true to what's happening. Think about and and what I equate the the slaughter of the Jedi's to is like gun control. Like think about it. Like the Jedi were like the most powerful weapons that the uh, government had. Right. Yeah. I mean, they can use, they can do things that not ordinary citizens could could do. So they wiped out the Jedi the average citizens really have no recourse against the government now because there's no buffer of the Jedi who were nice and holistic and protecting the people. So just think about gun control in, you know, China and, and Russia and all these places where they take the guns away. And then you see the citizens just start getting slaughtered and oppressed and all this stuff. It's yep, like, yep. It, it's, it's so transparent. So yeah, so it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy story. And like, I don't know that they necessarily showed it as, as, great on screen as they could have yeah like i think yeah. this you know like you know what i mean like the story he wanted to tell was was better than what showed up visually but but really in the end it's what happened is you know obviously anakin becomes darth vader and you know how he was being manipulated that that palpatine would help save the ones he loved from dying that didn't happen because his wife ended up dying anyways yeah. in fact in fact palpatine said uh dude you at you you were actually the one that killed your wife Right. Like he was a twisted fucking asshole. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. A- after this guy did all this shit on his behalf. And now, <laughs> and now, and he didn't even get what he wanted out of it to begin with. So like he was a, you know, you think of the concept of useful idiots where they align themselves with the totalitarian government. They, they do all these things to help out this, this thing get to power. And at a certain point they get wiped out. They get oppressed. Shit on. Yep. Yep. They, they get shit on because, they've 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 served their purpose and you you see that towards the end of that movie as well that 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 confederacy we were talking about that palpatine was also controlling he sent vader to wipe out all those leaders too right so this faction that was helping palpatine manipulate this war at a certain point they said they were like well palpatine was going to promise us peace and then darth vader goes and wipes all them out too so a bunch of you know useful idiots on on both sides of the spectrum that that didn't see it coming you know you can see all these woke assholes in our world that don't see it coming as well. Yeah, you're already, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're already starting to because a lot of... Uh, Yo, on both you know, sides, people, on both sides too. I hate to say it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, there was this... I saw this funny thing. You may have saw this as well. There was this company called like like Right Wing Watch or something on YouTube where what, what, their, what their point was was going and, you know, exposing right wing conspiracies and all this stuff. But YouTube... Um, censored them and banned their channel as well for spreading misinformation. Like, no, 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 we're fighting misinformation. You know, you d- don't, 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 don't look at us. It's like, no, 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 it, it goes both ways. Yeah, the censorship yeah. is not just one party. They'll, That's great. They'll though. come out. Yeah. They'll <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. You know, if, if they're going to, if, if they're going to try to expose other people, guess what? You got exposed. And if you can't stand the heat, you know, fuck you. Yeah, That's the phrase exactly. Goes. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, yeah. So a lot of a lot of crazy stuff there. Now, what do what do you think? The last three movies. You think that points anything out that's going on now? 
Um, well, the one thing that I, that I liked about the new movies, and I talked about this with um, Charlie Robinson from the, the Macroaggressions podcast. Uh, I was just trying he, to find a way to get in touch with him, actually. I was going to ask him to come on the show, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, definitely do it. Um, yeah, um, I was asking somebody who had a contact for him to get, to get in touch with him for me. Yeah. yeah, he's a, he's a great dude. He he he's really he gives a lot of time to everybody who does a podcast. It's it's amazing. So if you if you can get in touch with him, I'll, I'll see yeah. what I can do too because Thank you. Yeah. he's 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 great. And I had him come on my show because so what you see in those in the sequel trilogy is um, obviously after the original movies, you know, the emperor is defeated, the empire quote unquote is is defeated, much like in World War II, Nazi Germany was quote unquote defeated, right? Mm-hmm. So what you see 30 years later in the sequel trilogy is the empire is kind of back, but it's like rebranded. Right. So if anybody has, has looked into like the whole fourth Reich or fourth industrial revolution type stuff, it's the same kind of thing where the, the Nazi ideology, um, you know, a lot of the leaders may have been, you know, put away or executed or whatever, but as we know, a lot of them came to work for America. So a lot of these ideologies still exist. So you think about it with the empire, they may have wiped out the empire, but a lot of those people in the empire still survived. A lot of them had kids. So 20, 30 years later, you're seeing the, the empire's ideology coming back in what's called the first order, which, you know, just, just call that new world order, whatever yeah, you want to call that's it. That's what I thought when I heard that shit. I was like, wow. <laughs> order. Yeah. Yeah. And then the weird thing, like the emperor somehow came back, which was kind of bullshit, but. Um, but but uh, the concept of that, I think, is very true to our world, too, that nobody – no war is ever really ends. You know, just because you know, a, a handful of Nazi sycophants got, got hung in the Nuremberg trials doesn't mean that that um, if, methodology, that ideology went away, right? If they even really got hung. You know, I mean, I still even wonder, you know, Hitler and Himmler, right? I don't see them committing suicide, <laughs> you know? Especially right, right, yeah, like as a magician, I don't see them doing that. I, I don't know, you know. Yeah, Himmler but, definitely like I, was. <laughs> like I remember seeing a documentary in the past about like Saddam. I don't know if you saw this, but like about Saddam Hussein, how he had like these a bunch of body doubles. So like anywhere he would want to go, he would send, he could send one of them instead. Yeah, like you have you have to think for how how strong the Nazis were in a cult and all this other type of stuff. Like they wouldn't have tried to figure some of that stuff out. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but you know I, what I want? I, I want to hear you talk a little bit about this. You, you had texted me about this, about some of the symbolism and stuff in, in the newer movies, like as far as the like the colors of the lightsabers and stuff. Oh Dude, yeah, that was real. Yeah. Com- that was real compelling. Um, well, when I, I was going to go back, it was something else I don't think I ever mentioned to you. I thought with uh, Yoda, he's like a little green man. Uh, I think you may. This might be totally over your head. Uh. A lot of times green is like the color for crossing over to the abyss. And, uh, you know, a lot of times that's done through meditation and magic and uh, creating balance. So I thought like the whole thing with Yoda was uh, representing kind of the practices and teachings that a magician needs to know in order to, uh, you know, cross over and to touch into the force, as they call it, you know. And um, and a lot of cult symbolism. Sometimes they use like a little man, and they call it a humunculus. And he's supposed to be uh, the part in between the left and the right hand side of your brain that kind of um, fluctuates energy, or or where you're thinking or using your brain. So I kind of thought, you know, as a magician looking at it, that Yoda could have represented that little man inside of Luke's brain. And he's giving him the teachings of showing you, like, how to move from the left side of the brain into the right side of the brain, which is exactly what magicians are supposed to do. 
You know, you probably right. don't know anything about that stuff, but like <laughs> you need to be fully like kind of into the right hand side of your brain to you know really produce any real magic with a K. And I just thought the little man, the green Yoda, you know, the homunculus and, and all the things that he basically, a lot of the stuff that you see Luke do in all those movies is all stuff that ceremonial magicians would do on their own for their own practices, meditations, you know, all these just sitting there and trying to focus on stuff. That is all stuff ceremonial magicians do. Well, you know what's interesting about that? In, in the very tail end of the prequel trilogy, as both Yoda and Obi-Wan are kind of going their separate ways into, I guess, like exile, right, for the next 20 years and kind of wait for the next generation to come up, Yoda does physically tell Obi-Wan, he says, listen, I've found a way for you to talk to your old master, Qui-Gon, who's passed on through the Force. So, so I think what you're saying is spot on. Yoda is that conduit for helping Obi-Wan talk to somebody that's gone beyond into like the netherworld, right? That's passed away. Yeah, that's and wild. you, and, and you do see both Yoda and Obi-Wan learn the way to do that. After they both die, they come back as a force ghost, as a force vision. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think you're, I think you're onto something there. Yeah. And then, then the thing with the lightsabers, um, and you know, there's another thing now when Luke, I could be wrong because I'm not a huge fan like you. I just, I just love the show. And I thought the way you broke it down was mind blowing. I'm not a huge fan like, like you are, but when Luke was training with Yoda in, like, whatever, the forest or whatever he was, didn't he have a green lightsaber? Or at one point he had a green lightsaber, right? Yeah, you, you know what? And at least I green. know when he was with the Ewoks he did. I know for a fact he did with them. So at, at the end of Empire Strikes Back when he confronts Darth Vader, he, at that point he still has a blue lightsaber, which was Darth Vader's lightsaber when he was a kid. Yes. So Vader chops off his arm. That lightsaber goes off into the abyss. It's gone. So the beginning of Return of the Jedi, it's a deleted scene right before he goes to save Han Solo. On Tatooine, he builds a green lightsaber. He builds it himself. So you're right. He's got the green one at the end. Yeah, see now green would represent crossing over into the abyss. You know, and I think that that's what his yeah. practices were for him to realize what, you know, real magic or a real Jedi was. And green would be yeah. a representative of like a way of saying that that's an achievement of mine, you know, It'd be like a badge, kind of like a way of showing off yeah. like, yeah, you know, I know I've come in contact with. Um, and then, you know, and, and, now and, you I'll, and I'll tell you what, one thing about the green there. So he built that green lightsaber and then he went to save Han Solo. And he was really arrogant about how he did it, too. He walked in, he's, like, ch choking people out. He's like, Jabba, I'm going to wipe out everybody here. But, like, he got a little bit of a taste of his own medicine. But um, back to your point about the crossing over, at the end of that movie, when he had the chance to kill Vader and he decided not to, he flipped off that green lightsaber and was basically willing to die, willing to go over to the abyss to, to save his father. Oh, wow. Uh, now, when you mentioned before that his father used to have a blue one, a blue lightsaber, which and then which hand did which hand actually did he lose? So, so both Luke and his hand and his dad both lost their right hand in combat. So, uh. at, at the end of the second movie in each trilogy, uh, both Anakin loses his right hand in battle, and Luke loses his right hand in battle. That's interesting. See, now with Vader, I would think if he lost his right hand, it would make sense because then he'd be on the left, the left hand path. You know what I'm saying? Which that wow. would fit with yeah. with uh, with um, you know, the left pillar on the Kabbalah for ceremonial magic would all be left path, left hand path type of magic. That would yeah. go along for him. Now I don't know if maybe, maybe that was the problem with Luke. 
Because at one point, you find out in the later movies, he lost his shit too, kind of, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. And and even going back to that that hand specifically, at that same moment I talked about where he chose not to kill his father and was willing to die at the hands of the emperor, he, he physically looked at his right hand, this mechanical hand, and was like, shit, if, if, I, if I kill this dude and become the emperor's pawn, I'm no different than him. He's like, he's like I will become a more machine than man, just like my dad. Okay. Uh, so... But yeah, in in the later movies, you see him, and this is kind of some of the problems I have with the newer movies. It it, it shows him, he's cut himself off from the forest. He's living off on an island by himself um, because he tried to raise um, Han Solo's son to be a Jedi, and he found out that that kid was evil as shit. So it was like a situation where uh, this kid hadn't committed any atrocities yet, <clears throat> but it goes to the the you know the age old question of like if you could go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby, would you do it? You, you know, so so he's looking at this kid who's probably like a teenager, like, shit. He's like, I can sense all this evil energy coming off him, and he stops himself from killing him, but then this kid wakes up like, dude, Luke Skywalker's right over me with his lightsaber about to fucking kill me. What the hell's going on here? So that, that kid, sure enough, shows his dark side energy, destroys everything, kills a bunch of people, and Luke's like, well, that's it. I, I give up. I'm just going to go live on this island in solitude. That's what, and, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah and, and not use the force, which I think was kind of a bullshit plot device because, you know, like we mentioned in the prior movie, he was willing to sacrifice himself to the emperor to die to say, to help save his father. Whereas this one, like, because his nephew turned out to be evil, he's just going to give it all up. So, so some of that was, was kind of BS, but he, he kind of did take that um, opposing path. He chose, he chose not to pick either side. You know, almost kind of a neutral way, but at the same time, you know, and and actually I was reading uh, one of the original, like the original Star Wars uh, novel and um, one of Luke's friends is talking to him, you know, before he went on this huge journey and Luke's like, yeah, I don't really want to join the the rebellion or this because, you know, I just live here on this desert planet and nothing's really happening. And his friend tells him, he's like, you know, uh, a distance or, um, you know, it's irrespective of, of distance when it comes to like an evil government, right? Like they will come find you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, so like regardless of if you live on this planet, like they will come, they will still come for you. So don't act like, you know, just because you live in somewhere where um, it's a red state or this, or that, like, like they will still come for you. They'll find a way. So that's why I didn't like that in the, in the new trilogy where Luke decided to, to go off on his own and not help anybody because there were still atrocities being committed that he could have um, helped out with that, but he pulled himself away um, which was kind of BS in my opinion. It's interesting, you know. And then even to think about it, like um, you know, in some ways, in, in you know, in uh, occult stories of symbolism, you know, they would even say uh, you have to be willing to uh, to die in the flesh in order to cross over in the abyss. So now, I mean, you could even look at that whole thing as like, was that Luke just saying that he was willing to give his you know body up? To cross over. I mean, you could look at that thing so many ways now, actually, thinking about it. But yeah. I, I definitely think that stuff was uh, by far a, a cult symbolism. Um, and then I wanted, I think I had told you about the lightsabers I thought was very interesting. Yeah. You have on the, the tree, the, uh, the Kabbalistic tree of life, you have these, uh, sp- these top three spheres. They're called the supernal triad. It could almost be like... Uh, uh, you know the triad in Catholicism too. Some people could mm-hmm. look at it like that, but it's uh, that's supposed to be like um, not possible to attain in the body form. That is like when you cross the abyss in spirit, 
those experiences are possible. You can't do it in flesh. Now, um, once you go down the tree and now you are in flesh, the top spheres for that are red and blue. And the power is red and the glory is blue. The blue would be like um, a utopia. Everything's the way it's supposed to be. Everything's perfect. Everything is just amazing, you know. And then the power would be when that situation starts to get screwed up. Something needed. Something needs to come in and uh, fix the problem. Or it could also be that perfect idea now has been just been corrupted and, and trashed and pushed to the side. And we're going against it, which would be like communism. You know, mm-hmm. right. that would be like the total opposite now of that utopia. Um, so I could see how the lightsabers match the people that are using them. You know, um, I feel yeah. the, the red one and, you know, and the red and the black are, are the same spheres that are on the left hand pillar too, the left pillar of the Kabbalah. So, you know, you got them, them all, they're dressed in red, they're dressed in black. They got the red lightsaber. Um, and then, like, in the middle of the tree, there's supposed... It's like a, a gold sphere. That is what the magician is, uh, aspires to. That is what you're supposed to be trying to get to if you're doing ceremonial magic, which represents perfect balance and beauty. You know who you are. You know, like, what you're here to do. Well-balanced. You understand the world around you. That would be as, like, if I came back from the abyss... Went to the abyss, I came back, and I used the power and the glory to keep myself um, balanced. And I know of everything. Just, you know, coming in touch with God. So I found it weird at the end how when she, after all that shit is all done and over with now, and everything's back to the way it should be, she picks up that lightsaber and it's fucking gold. Because now we've, we've, we've taken, you know, the power and the glory... We've come together and we've made everything balanced as it should be and as it was meant to be again. You know? Right, yeah. Like that's... Said, especially with the fight scene at the end. They both got the red and the, you know, of course they're going to have the blue and the red lightsaber. And then at the end, when it's all done and over, now she's got the gold one. I just saw right. that as like totally fucking occult. Very, yeah, very, very, very occultish. And then you see that, yeah, you, you compare that to what, you know, so she created that. She created that on her own. That was, that's, so that's her color so right now that's like basically everything combined whereas you know luke made the green one which we talked about that symbolism she makes that she makes that gold one specifically which is yeah it's really it's really crazy what what you brought up there i love it yeah yeah i mean i I probably could have like if i would have written it down i probably could have explained it a little bit better but yeah (laughs) yeah yeah there was just a lot of things and when i went to go see the last three i was just like yo a lot of this seems very occult you know especially like just that whole the whole image with that just very it seemed very left hand path you know what i'm saying yeah and even that last movie where they brought uh, palpatine back like somehow which is kind of weird they never really explain how he came back but it's just whatever he's here um and then he, all the people this, of the crowd and everybody wearing those black hoods i was yeah, like oh, yeah, i that, feel like i'm at a huge oto lodge like that, exactly that's where i was going with it like so apparently there have been like thousands of these like sycophants living out on the fringe, basically uh, uh, physically living out on the fringe of the galaxy in this planet, um, just kind of waiting for his return or maybe manipulating his return somehow. I don't, I don't really understand how the mechanics of it work because I don't even think they figured out. <laughs> I don't yeah. even think they figured out the whole story yet of how it was supposed to work, but they were all there 
ch- chanting him on and cheering and cheering him on and, and bringing all this dark side energy into one place. I'm like, my God, you're right. They were laying it on fucking thick. Yeah, I really thought that felt like a, like some kind of like ritual going on. I was like, yo, I can't believe I'm watching this right now in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so like I, I guess about the whole Palpatine thing, as far as I, I know it, you know, when you see Darth Vader chuck him down that shaft at the end of Return of the Jedi, what they said happened was that like his life force or something was like pushed across the galaxy um, somewhere for him to, I, I think he was dead, but they basically were able to bring him back to life somehow. Like he wasn't like a clone. They were basically able to, I think to like take his life force and put in a, a new entity or something. That's why he looks so gross. Like he looks even grosser than he did in the original movies. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> so like, like you're he right. And there's a lot up. of like, like occult stuff with that too, about even just the manipulation of, of life. Yeah. Because yeah. that's one thing like the Sith, like the dark side have always been all about is about trying to find ways to manipulate like the cells in your body to create life. Because one kind of in universe conspiracy is that Palpatine and his master, you know, like 30, 40 years ago, were able to manipulate like cells and biology to create Anakin Skywalker himself. Oh, wow. So, um, which is, which is, which is nuts, but, but it's also, it's, it's possible probably through some of that, that dark magic type stuff that they could, that they, that they could do that. Well, um, I mean, there is, it, there is an idea of that actually, of trying to create uh, some, it's almost called like a moon child or something, you know, there've been plenty of people that have actually tried to do that. I mean, it's even something I think that might actually be part of the OTO's agenda. Yeah, yeah. The, the the concept of the moon child wasn't there like a an Aleister Crowley novel? Or yes, something called that, Moon that Child. Now that. you know he he puts that off as like just you know some novel that he wrote, but I'm telling you, I think that has a lot more truth in it than people realize, and he just tells it as like some you know nice story, but uh, yeah. that is an idea for sure of, of bringing yeah. in some sort of uh, some sort of entity to take down the Matrix. But not in the way we would right. want it to, you know. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's the other thing like about Star Wars that I really like is that, you know, during that prequel era, um, you know, all the Jedi thought Anakin was supposed to be like the chosen one, right? Like he's going to bring balance to everything. And at the end of that prequel trilogy, he's turned to the other side, right? So a lot of the people are like, "Oh, well, he wasn't the chosen one. Well, let's go on to something else." But no, 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 he actually was the chosen one because at the end of the original trilogy he does defeat the emperor, right? It, it just didn't happen in the timeline that everybody wanted it to. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you can kind of think about our world going on, like, Oh, this is happening or this is happening and this didn't happen. And well, but maybe there's some bigger, grander plan um, on, on the positive side that we don't necessarily know, know about that. You know, we're, we, we just are, are, our, our feeble human minds are just, we, we can't comprehend that, that we just think of, of everything happening right now. Yeah. But I think there could, there could be some longer term plan where maybe people that we think are villains end up becoming heroes or, or something to that effect. Cause that's what happens in, in that movie things, things flip completely around. So, you know, I, I'm not really one of the people that says like, Oh, we're entering a new age of this or that. I don't really go down all those yeah, rabbit holes yeah, yeah, yeah. where like everybody, there's this great, great awakening, all that other, you know, horse well, shit, I don't like, think that great, you know, I hate to say, but I think if that great awakening was to happen, I don't think it would be in the way that people are expecting it. I hate to say it. I don't yeah. think, I don't think they would like it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The great awakening. And that is like the great re- reset. Right? Yes, just, exactly. Yeah. I look at it the same thing. It's just a prettier name for another side to like, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a rebranding. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, uh, so I don't want to, you got like 10 minutes left of your break. So if, if you want, I'll let you, uh, you want to say anything else or if not, just plug your stuff again. Sure. Yeah. I'll get into a few more, more topics okay. real quick. All right. Um, there, there's a lot of, a, a lot of back and uh, back and forth. Um, where's it going with that? No. Anyways, uh, in, we had talked a little bit about this, about, about the virus, you know, about, 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 okay. So about like, COVID and yes. there was this little parallel in Star Wars which kind of blew my mind when I came into it so like I think we're pretty much all aware that COVID or whatever you want to call this thing <laughs> is, is a man-made thing that's come from a specific place it's not just this natural thing that came from yeah, bats whoever, yeah, yeah. Wh- whoever still <laughs> fucking believes that is a fucking moron um, <laughs> yeah so I hate to say it I agree with you <laughs> yeah I, I, I even saw an article recently about like, oh, the bat, like, don't fucking bring up bats. Don't bring up bats. There's no way that like, you know, 50 people ate bats and then they all went to their respective countries and then infected. Yeah, uh, and, and, and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, we got here from that. No, come on. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that that don't make any sense. If if that would have been the case, then wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't Spider Man have turned everybody else into a Spider Man because he got bit by a spider? <laughs> by, by that same token where we could all be spider-man yeah um, <laughs> but um in, in the there's a star wars animated series called the clone wars which kind of it, it happens in that prequel era and there's this mad scientist that um was trying to create a virus from a lab and release it into the public i'm like oh well, and this was and this came out like 12 years ago so he called this thing the blue shadow virus where it was a an airborne, a waterborne virus, but he was trying to make this virus airborne. Okay. So you can kind of already see the parallels there. He, um, he, he try he tries to release this. It, it's, it's not successful. They, they ask him like, dude, where in, in, in this process, a few of the, of the good people had gotten infected with it and they were trying to figure out a way to help them. They're like, Hey dude, where's the, where's the antidote? And he's like, no, 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 you misunderstood. My job was to engineer a virus, not a cure. Okay, so mm. just think about like like the vaccine. Like people think the vaccine is the cure. I'm, uh, I hate to tell you, but it's not. No, <laughs> it's it's. I think it's more part of the virus itself. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm totally. Yeah. I'm 100 with you on that. There's something up. So with that. yeah. And so what? But what happens in the show is that they go to this. They try. They're trying to find the cure to this. Okay, so they go to this nearby planet and they find this naturally occurring plant that is the cure for this respiratory virus. So oh, like. Shit. Just think about that. Uh, all th- that's why doctors in healthcare uh, do not push holistic treatments because that's really where the cure is. It, it you know, it, they don't they don't make any money, money from off telling that. you, nope. hey, nope. right? They don't. Th- you know, if, if you could, if, if I could go outside here and take a bite off of this tree and it would you know cure any sickness I have, they're not going to tell me that. No, because they're not yeah, gonna- yeah, yeah, right. Because then you could do it <laughs> you know, yourself. <laughs> Right, right. So, so you find out in this show that uh, the the treatment is actually something naturally occurring, which you know that goes for the virus, that goes for I think any number of ailments in our world. But yeah. you know, the most interesting thing I thought about this this episode of the show was <clears throat> at the beginning of the show, they show this little um, quote up on screen, and it's almost kind of like a fortune cookie. It tells you like a little a little wise saying or something, but it says that you know fear is the real virus. Like, like the only cure, like hope is the only cure. And I, I think that like when I saw that, I was just blown away. I mean, yeah. this is something that came out in 2009 and like fear, fear is the virus. Like, you, you know, people may argue about like the virus not existing. It, it exists, but it's just, it's just fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know? When I heard you say that on the other show, that blew my mind. 
The guy, I texted you that too. I was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah, oh, that's because, wild. because, you know, it, 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 it's not as bad as people, as people are making it out to be. Like I look at the, numbers I think the all fear the is the worst part about it. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fear causes people not to actually look into the numbers because yeah. the numbers do not equate to needing a vaccine for 90% of the population. The fear they're, they're is just, what causes everything else to come afterwards, you know? All right, the shit, all right. the stuff that they're going to push on you because you're afraid you're going to allow them to push shit onto you. Right. And like, and like in like uh, here in Ohio, uh, I don't know how it is where you guys are. You, is your mask mandate over now? Um, yeah, except, oh, I mean, you don't have to, but stores, some stores are allowed to still tell you, but most major stores, you don't have to wear them. It's like actually the mom and pop stores that still want you to, which blew my oh, wow. mind. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> but I'm, like, but yeah. I'm also going to say, I mean, I'm kind of close to an Asian community. And they came here ten years ago with masks on before Corona. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> they're gonna have them on and want you to wear them anyway. Yeah, I think over in China and stuff during flu season stuff, they'd always they would always still wear that stuff. So, oh you know, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. They came over here with uh, masks and umbrellas. It was really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but it's it's just funny now when you see people after the mandate's over still wearing the mask. You know, going back to the fear we talked about this at the beginning, like people are so afraid of this invisible thing that they're going to wear masks. They're going to have their kids in masks. Dude, like I went to a zoo with my family the other day and like I saw a bunch of people like, like parents not wearing a mask, but their kids like six, seven, eight years old wearing masks. I wanted to, I wanted to just tell them, are you fucking retarded? I mean, do you know what you're doing to your kid's respiratory system right now? It's just, it's disgusting. It's like child abuse. Yeah. And you're fucking outside. Come on. And, And you're outside and you're outside. And, and here's something really funny. Um, the company I work for, I, I won't say too much about it, but I work, I work in healthcare and they just uh, sent this email to us before we started the show. It said, you know, we're now, um, we're now creating no mask zones at, at our facilities. So like if you're fully vaccinated, you can go hang out in these no mask zones. I'm like, this sounds so uh, fucking oh, well, stupid. I will tell you that. That's the one thing, though, in New York. You you don't need to, it's the stores, if you go into them and they say you don't need a mask, that's because you're supposedly vaccinated. Right. I actually forgot to mention that. So, uh, you know, right. that, that's up to you how honest you want to be. But the only way yeah. that you really should be not wearing a mask is if you've been vaccinated. So Right. And and nobody is supposed to ask you for your status either. So it's kind of a, a no. Nobody's thing. asked like, me yet. So yeah, I was just, yeah, I was even like, you know how silly this is? This shows you how stupid this is. You're letting people decide because you know it's a bunch of bullshit too. Right. <laughs> right. And the whole thing about this no mask zone, it's like, okay, so if I'm not vaccinated, I'm supposed to wear a mask. Okay, sure. Let, let, let's say I agree with that. But if I go sit down at a lunch table in our in our lunch room, then I can take my mask off and eat. Right? And that, that's okay if I'm vaccinated or not vaccinated. But as soon as I stand up, I got to put that mask back on because I'm not vaccinated. Like, because yeah. it only travels, like, like because it travels, like, at six feet in the air, right? So <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It won't hit you. So. Well, I should be good because I'm under six feet, so I guess that's why I have to <laughs> <laughs> but, but like we said, like, you know, I'll end with this, is that, yeah. you know, fear, fear, and, and even they say this in the original Star Wars, uh, you know, General Tarkin, he says, you know, fear of our battle station is what will keep the planets in line, you know, and, and, and that's the underlying thing. And then, and then even Princess Leia, one of her, greatest quotes she said you know the more you tighten your grip the more people are going to slip through your fingers because you're you're pushing things too hard i mean look right now all the vaccine all this bullshit they are pushing it way too hard and i think people are starting to even just ask i post this on twitter the other day like you know you don't have to go down all the conspiracy rabbit holes we do no, but just ask no. yourself the question why are they pushing this stuff so hard 
Oh no, there's people in, who are who are I know that are Democrats that are even like, yo, this is a little fucking silly now. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Guess we'll leave it at that since you you got two minutes left. Do you want to plug your stuff real quick again? Sure, sure. So um, you can find me on on Twitter and Instagram at conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's conspiracy with a K. I found that helped me not get banned, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> and then my my podcast is called Conspiracy in the Force, but that one is with a C, so it's just a normal Conspiracy in the Force. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Conspiracy um, underscore Kyle. You can find me. I have videos posted on the on the Rockfin Network now, so I'm working on a lot of different stuff. I just hit my one-year anniversary yesterday, so nice. uh, I'm, I'm looking to kind of keep a lot of the stuff going into the future, and, and, and dude, we'll, you'll have to come on my show yeah, pretty definitely. soon here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, We'll keep this conversation going because I, I want to know sure. a lot more about about the occult type stuff too. So sounds good, um, man. I definitely look forward. Thanks to so it. much for thanks so much for having me, dude. Yo, no, great. thank you, man. I had an awesome time. I really did. I really had, I had a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on. Awesome. So everybody, that's uh, the end of another NY Patriots show. Please go check this guy's stuff out, especially the one on Tinfoil Hat. He'll blow your mind. All right. Thanks again, everybody, and be well.